go. Right, welcome, welcome, welcome to Dear Me, Pendle Revisited, new podcast where we're going to reminisce and remember our glory days in the Basildon and District Sunday League, playing for the mighty Pendle FC. My name's Ryan Pocock and my co-host is Reese Cairns. Cairnsy, how you doing pal? I'm doing fantastic, mate. I can't wait to get started with this. Um, what do I call you? Do I call you Ryan? Do I call you Pocock? Or do I call you Lucio? I know what I call you. I'll be called many worse names. <laughs> call me whatever you like, mate. Yeah. Um, Kenzie, why on earth are we doing this? Well, for me, it all started um, probably, I don't know, six weeks ago. Something like that. Um, and it was, it was one of the days on the WhatsApp where the group had been just just chatting about like good stuff. A lot of the times, a lot of bad stuff going on in the world in the last few months. But we were just chatting, and I don't think anyone had much to do at work. And it just got on to the Pendle subject. And I sit here, and, I, and I've said it to people since, that, you know, it was probably one of the happiest days of 2020 so far. Um, just listening to all the boys and what they had to say, and some of the things that I'd even forgot, you'd forgot, just like reminding each other like what we'd been through as not only a team and a group of mates but like I've said before like a Pendle family it was and I just thought podcasts I'd been listening to new podcasts I knew you love them and I just thought podcasts why not and especially now when no one's got anything to do let's do it we're going to try and talk about a different topic that probably allows us to relive some of our favourite mo- memories, you know, from our, from our glorious 20s. We're all in our 30s now, got mortgages to pay. Some of us have got kids. Um, it's all a bit getting a bit serious thinking about pensions. And <laughs> <laughs> the good times were our 20s when we was out yeah. on the piss down the crane. Um, we'll get into plenty of those stories. I'm sure we'll have some guests over time, field some questions. Um, but for now, um, you're stuck with us too. And, yeah. and hopefully that'll be enough for you. But, uh, which brings us to what our first episode is going to be, which is going to be where it began. How can we not start at the beginning, where it all began for me and Reese? Um, probably best for me to start. Um, I met a alluring young gentleman by the name of Roberto Stam um, one night in Jumping Jacks in Bas Vegas. Um, Crazy though it was, we struck up a good friendship, um, mainly based around drinking and going to Jumping Jacks in Las Vegas. Um, and with that, he had a cousin, Tom Sadler. He he played for a football team, Pendle. He would say to us, "Boys, you need to come over and join. You need to come over and join up." I said, "Hey, get on that weekend, Tom." Well, we lost seven one, um, but you know we you know we're going all right. Next week, oh, boys, you need to come over. It's such a laugh. Right, good crack. How'd you get on? Yeah, we lost 6 0 that week, but you know, it's, it's, we haven't won a game all season. <laughs> he wore me and Rob down, um, and we decided to, to join. And it's, it's one of those things that, you know, realistically, I think we was about 18 at the time, 18, 19. Um, greatest decision ever made, really, getting back into playing football. I'd not played for since I was probably 15, 16. I'd gone off, played a bit of American football was in a band at the time and we didn't really, you know, football wasn't a big, as big a thing in my life back then um, in terms of, in terms of playing, but I thought, fuck it, let's get back involved. 
and it was a great crack. Um, and then from there, I probably spoke to you, Kenzie. Yeah, um, I think you did. And I, I think for me, I, I hadn't played football for a while. Um, I, I'd, I'd left school and I, I actually started playing, well, I say started, I actually got into the rugby team at college and I was playing rugby for a few years. And my work at the time didn't allow for being sort of battered and bruised that you would have got on a rugby field and uh, sort of jointly sort of new friendship with, with obviously being your friend all our lives and then coming out with these new chaps like Rob, Tom, Owen, you know, people that I didn't know. And, uh, you know, you knew I obviously used to play and was like, well, you know, why don't you come over as well? And I thought, cool. And it, and it was funny because it was only a few weeks before that, that Stumble, who we'll probably mention in this podcast many a time, he actually said, "Can we not?" Yeah, I mean, do you want to come over training with with my team, um, just just for a bit of fitness one night? And I went over there, and I was absolutely awful. And I thought, "Oh no, I can't do this." But when when you said about Pendle, I thought, "You know, it's local. Like, like why not?" And like my eyes lit up, and and that and that's how I joined. Like like I say, just you sort of you probably spoke to what me and Owen at a similar time. And we were sort of after you and Rob. Yeah, um, just just after. I mean, I think we, you know, it's fair. So, I mean, I, I played with Owen a fair bit because we went to school together. We played for the same, you know, youth teams growing up. Um, I'm happy to say that you are a school year older than me, Kenzie. So, <laughs> um, you, you know, me and you never really got to play that much together other than over the park in the video day shops days. Yeah, that's right. Um, we, you know, we never really got to play that much like proper football together no. because. You know, you were in Pitsy, I was over in Lee Chapel, and so I was playing for teams around that way. You would, you played for Whitmore a little bit, and yep. but we were always playing for different years. Yep. So we never, you know, never came against up against each other at school, even. So it was sort of our first real opportunity to to play for a football team together. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and I, we had to take it, didn't we? We had to go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in terms of first, I mean, one of the things you know you were saying about it is. Going over and playing with Stumble there, and, and not really, you know, not really feeling like fucking, am I up to it? I mean, I think it's one of the things. Always joining a new team, you're never quite sure what's that. You know, you always think, you know, I'm half decent at football or I'm shit at football. But you join a new team, you never quite know until you played a few games or been to training. What sort of standard you're gonna, whether you're gonna be at that level or not? Because two same people play, you don't know whether you can, you can cut it. I mean, first impressions. What was it, what was it like when we when we got over? Do you think? Um, well, for me, I mean, was am I right in thinking the first actual training session? I, I, I keep thinking, was it like Gloucester Park rather than Holy Cross, something like that? Um, yeah, definitely over Gloucester. Yeah, um, the first impressions was right, okay, there's not a lot of equipment going on here, not really sure sort of who, who's who, um, but obviously, you know, a man by the name of Dom started talking. <laughs> Um, and we was like, right, okay, like, so, so what's happening today? Like, we're doing a bit of this, bit of that. I just sort of joined in, but it didn't seem real, like, no real sort of structure um, in terms of what I might have been used to as a kid, turning up, bit of paperwork, bit of a chat, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it sort of, it was fun. It was, right, this is proper Sunday league. I, I can, I can come in here and, do okay sort of thing you know yeah um and yeah i mean 
I, yeah. You say about equipment, I, fucking hell, I don't think you were at the very first training session that me and Rob turned up to when we turned up and Dom, who, you know, at the time, he, was, he wasn't he was the fittest. He was a, he was a bit of a, um, you know, and, and I can say this now as someone who has grown into uh, a slightly larger gentleman, he was a bit of a porker. Um, <laughs> and he, the first thing he turned up is, you know, we talk about lack of equipment. He had no equipment. He literally went, right, I'm not even getting the balls out of the car this, today, boys. We're just going to run. I'm like, what the fuck? I've turned up to play football. Like, yeah. Sunday league football. Well, how serious is, is this taken? Luckily, in the end, he did get the footballs out. But, yeah, I mean, I've, same for me, mate. Like, I, I felt, you know, straight away, you felt, we, you know, fit right in with with some of the characters that were there. And, that, you know, and even, you know, from what it went on to, it, was, it became even better. But, you know, it was sort of perfect for, I think, what we were looking for in terms of a... Sunday league, let's have a laugh, down the pub afterwards for a few drinks. Yeah. Not taken too seriously, but something we could we could kick on with and, and get to meet a new a new bunch of people, sort of him. Yeah. And and for me the first one that I come to, I I remember a sort of um a corners drill and I'd assume that the team had relevant, you know, people in their in right positions and stuff like that. And straight away it was sort of me and you that stepped into almost like the centre half role, defending corners, as, yeah. uh, and I think we showed straight away that you know we can we can do this, and, and we were sort of serious about it, and almost like showed showed probably more willing than ninety percent of the people there, and that's not to sort of sound funny or look at us or something like that, but I think we just all of a sudden just we were so up for it, we was well up, yeah, for it. and that and that's that's where it's sort of come alive really for me that training session or that performance in the training session if you like yeah I mean I'm trying to you know trying to wrap my brains now to think who was at that first training session it would have been you know the likes of probably Ducky it would have been uh, goalkeeper Dan it would have been probably you know me you Jody Higgins Tom Rob um, possibly Psycho Psycho yeah I seem to remember the shin the shin getting taken a taken a pounding from uh yeah. from Psycho. Yeah. Um you know, probably <laughs> the legends that are Big Rich and Aaron. Yeah. Which, you know, there'll be a fucking whole episode dedicated to them too, <laughs> I'm sure at some stage. But, you know, cracking days. I mean what in terms of like you say, there wasn't much structure. I mean in terms of positions where you know what were you what was you coming in what had you done as a kid and, and what were you looking to do to when you go in join a new team i mean as a kid <clears throat> i was always a fullback but but mainly i was always left back and that was because i was one that was able to to do it able to use my left foot and i've all, i've said it to this day and it's got me in teams where i might not have done i might not have got in at right back or center half but being able to use my left foot as well um, has got me in teams as a kid and like I say a brief spell away from football come back um, and I thought do you know what I've played defence all my life adult now let's, let's let's see what we can do sort of left midfield that sort of thing uh, any sort of midfield role I, I, I never ever fancied centre midfield just could never play in there and that's it takes a certain player to play there but I, I definitely wanted to play further up the pitch but I knew in my heart that I would I would play anywhere that was needed. Um, yeah, 
I mean, growing up, we're you know we we're May United fans. Grew up in the glory the glory days. They're not they're, they they seem to be faded a little bit over the last eight years. But but definitely, you know, we we grew up playing. You know, I was Beckham on the right. You were Giggsy on the That's left. Right, that yeah. was that was the way it was. And you know, so you wanted to slot in at left midfield felt natural. Yeah, I'd have loved to have slotted in at right <laughs> midfield, whipping in crosses. But um, <laughs> my days of playing midfield were. Um, were behind me, and I think I knew that I was going to be, you know, um, deployed somewhere along the back four. Um, you know, whether it be centre half, right. I think my first game of, or most of the first season, I ended up playing right back. Yep. Um, or mo- in fact, we're thinking about it. Probably most of my time at Pendle was playing right back or left back. Yeah. Um, until until the late years. Yeah. There's only a few games where I found myself having to do a, a job at left back for for most of the season, if not getting into a second season until old Big Adam arrived. and um, Big Adam, what a wand. Yes, what a wand. And I was grateful because I thought, you know what, he can only play left back. And I knew that would free me up to to play sort of in front of him. Um, and you know, I, I was grateful for that. But like I say, I, like, I weren't fussed about sort of slotting in because I, I naturally was a left back. And I remember saying to Paul, I said, I've actually played left-back most of my life. I'll play there. And he was shocked because he didn't know me at the time too well. Um, like I say, even sort of when we got signed, I, he didn't sign. He didn't make the effort to sign me and Owen when he signed you and Rob. And me and Owen were on the sideline watching your debut, yeah, if you like. Yeah, I remember that being a real, real slow... Slow process for some reason. Yeah. Um, God knows why. I mean, in terms of position, like Sunday League is, is I think, has always been full of just people who want to play where they're somewhere else other than where they're being played. Yeah. And, you know, I remember, you know, throughout the whole time at Pendle, every season there seemed to be someone who wanted to move position slightly as to where they were playing. Yeah. yeah. I remember just one of the things I remember that someone had a great chance to do it, which was Jody at the time. I remember he was playing centre back a lot at Pendle. Yeah. And he wanted to be playing centre midfield. And actually, me, him, and Ricky Shepherd, Shrek, absolute goal machine, the three of us went and played. Um, I could probably probably say now that we've because it was about 10 years 10 12 years ago you know we went and played for another team under under dodgy names shock I know it doesn't usually happen in Sunday league football that you get ringers come and turn but we went and helped out a team who were short because we didn't have a game and I think I, I, I went in goal I played in goal loads throughout my life and and most of the time at Pendle was certainly the second half of the time at Pendle but you know, Ricky went up front because that's where he plays. Jody had an opportunity. The, the manager went, "Oh, where where do you boys usually play?" He had an opportunity to go. Oh, yeah, I play centre midfield. No, he said I play centre back, <laughs> and, he, and he just had to play centre back. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, you say about watching watching the debuts. Um, you know, I had a blinding debut, as as it was often referred to. Um, we played Albion, shit name, shit name for a football team. I mean, Brighton and Hove, West Bromwich, the, all the Albion's terrible. But this one, they were just called Albion, which is an awful name for a football team. Um, we lost one. I thought, I'd, I, you know, I remember sitting in the pub afterwards going, I thought I've had a good game. And possibly, you know, I think if we'd have been voting for man in a match, I might have nicked it. But we did lose one there when I did score the own goal for <laughs> it. I'm still not quite sure how Dan managed to get lobbed on his goal line a la David Seaman, after my header was uh, 
looped header fell into the bottom corner, but we lost we lost one nil to them, and they became a bit of a bogey team for me because I remember when we played them later on in the season over Barstable, it pissed it down, and we drew four all four three up with a, about a minute to go. Cross came in and I went to clear it. It went straight under my foot and went straight to one of their players and he scored from about a yard out. So, yeah, I don't have fond memories of playing Albion, but it was, you know, we was off and underway. What was your, can you remember what your first game was? Um, my, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you who it was against, but I do remember actually playing right midfield that day. And I, and I remember... Um, I think me and Owen actually might have come on. And I come on up right midfield, and I'm sure he come on up top. Now, you know, Owen, he can play pretty much anywhere as well. He's a fantastic footballer. Yeah. But he, he, he started his days up top. And I, I, I do remember um, setting him up for one of his goals. And I think there was at one point we were both stood over a free kick. And I remember, um, I think... I want to say that Owen even hit the bar or something like that on his debut with a free kick, but my memory is not too clear of that sort of first season at, at the very start. I think because there was yeah. bigger stuff going on, like um, like like you say, your debut was quite memorable, um, having to go left back sort of pretty much um, sort of early season duties, if you like. But then that got me in the team. But um, oh, yeah, I'm, I, I couldn't tell you who it was against, but uh, that was sort of my earliest memory sort of playing right midfield actually yeah i remember i remember that first first season we it, we certainly weren't you know having come from the fact that it was getting battered every week and nearly got relegated i think it was one of those weird situations where um they didn't end up getting relegated because you know too many teams folded in the league or something and therefore we we stayed in the same league yeah um but yeah, I don't, you know, I remember, I certainly felt like we improved. There was some, you know, some big time road players. What was your impression of the the kit, the famous Pendle kit when you uh, when you first turned up? Yeah, the blue and lime piping. Um, very hard to forget that um that beautiful number of silver was it silver number like a silver grey silver number yeah um, number on the back um i can't remember if straight i remember i sort of ended up with a bit of an affinity towards did we did we start off number 15 16? i think we started off that way i i knew yeah. i wanted to be that number and i thought i can't really demand sort of turning up and demanding but i think we did start off that way definitely yeah, because I definitely, you know, definitely that was that was our numbers for for a couple of years, sort of thing going forward. Really, you know, in in any of the kits, it, and until the sort of, you know, until I went fully in the stick, sort of thing. It was um, it was definitely, but that yeah, that kit was it. Did we have the yellow one, the yellow and blue one at the same time? Was that the away? Then that real heavy away. One? I think it, it definitely or made. That it, a cup? Did that come a little bit later? I but don't know. It, it was, was definitely season one or two because I remember we had to use it in a cup game at home. Um, very yeah. early on when we had it was probably the second year that saying that to be honest but um, and again just touching on the home games for me turning up and playing where I'd played football all my child life over Holy Cross as well was absolutely fantastic it was almost like full circle for me turning up and seeing the same changing rooms I mean just describe them changing rooms right 
Oh, I mean, it was. I mean, they always stank of someone going for a massive shit beforehand. <laughs> um, but then you know it was tight, um, cramped. You couldn't get all all eleven of you in there in in one, certainly in one go. But we didn't have to have some fucking laughs in those change rooms. I would say as well, the showers in there were probably the best showers in the league. I know, which is ridiculous yeah. considering what it was like. Four showers as well, but they was probably the best. Yeah. yeah, and we started off on pitch three. Yeah, um, that one straight outside the changing room. Um, I think over the over the years by, by playing against the other teams, we ended up playing on fucking every pitch over yeah. there. Um, in our time time there, but man, it was a, it was a you know balls lost were in the in the bushes in the back were a constant headache for Paul. On yeah. the, you know forever. Balls popping in that in those form bushes at the back, and um, I'm sort of pleased I didn't really play and go as much mm. um, when we was on that pitch yeah. um, as I did when we then moved around the side. But it was, yeah, no, I mean it was a, it was, <laughs> you know, in terms of a facility for Sunday league football. Again, we'll probably do something about all the all the various grounds that we played. Oh, definitely, at and what some of our favourite and worst. And, yeah, but um, I know I was I was always happy to call. Call uh, Holy Cross home, yeah, for uh, for the years that we did, yeah, and and some of our our best moments and best laughs, like you've just touched on, have been in them changing rooms. I mean, we'd spend, you know, almost an hour in there after the game sometimes if it was the sodden about and it was funny, you know, um, and like we won't talk about it too much now. There's bound to be an episode where we can elaborate, but. The boys, whoever listens to this one, will know exactly what we're talking about, and, and hopefully we can really talk about that in a in a fun yeah, manner. There was pl- there was plenty of uh, plenty of sights to be seen uh, in there mm-hmm. um, over the years, and some some great questions um, that were asked in there <laughs> and answered in the weirdest and most wonderful ways. probably worth touching on actually just thinking about it that you you called me lucio in at the start and you know people people from pender will obviously know probably why um or will know that i'm known as lucio um and most people assumed it was to do with my um ball skills coming out from the back like the brazilian um, (laughs) center half but it actually it was actually just to do with dom reading my um main eye shirt that had lurkio written on the back wrong um, he thought it was said Lucio, and it was one of those things. It was so stupid that it just stuck straight away, yeah. and I was forever known as as Lucio. Yeah. But, um, so yeah. yeah, that was that was our name, Lucio. But like I say, call me whatever yeah. you want. But it's a, it's a superb superb nickname, not only for for Pendle, but I think that any one of us. I mean, I got a lot of nick- nicknames in my life, like and who I know, and the Lucio just sticks out just brilliantly. But um, I'm sure. There'll be more to touch on on that as well as we go on this little journey. Two of the biggest legends, um, you know, one who was there for our whole whole time, and one who was there for most of it, um, and that's the the Spencers, Paul and Danny, because wow. um, they sort of t- they sort of came out of nowhere. Yeah, they, they um, did. We didn't know who they was, did we? Really? Yeah, because Dom Dom was running running the training sessions um, and you felt like he was running a show. I'm trying to think if Paul maybe turned up to one of the training sessions now, but Danny, I'd never see, you know, all of a sudden, you know, um, first game of the season, we turned up, um, I'll play midfield Danny. Oh, it's, it's Paul's son, Danny. Oh, okay. Got his son in the team. 
sort out. Yeah. Sort out your favourites. Oh, who's Captain? Oh, Danny's Captain. <laughs> Hang on, who's, who's this guy? Yeah. He's just turned up. He's now. Yeah. He's now Captain running the show. But yeah. Jesus Christ, I'd fucking have him running the show every, every day of the week over Don. Bless him. <laughs> but you know, absolute diamond. And, and again, you know, he'd, he'd be someone I'd love to get on. The, you know, love to get on in later days and, and hear his stories. I mean, he'd have some. He'd have some stories from from even before our days because yeah. he, he lived and breathed it in the in the real wild. Wild West, yes. Yeah, it, it probably a maybe a bit of a sense of relief that you know there was this new, what I'd like to call Basildon class, if you like, that come over that season when we joined. That just like you said, just steadied the ship a bit, and it wasn't quite six, seven, eight, nine nils. Um, uh, and, and I think Danny straight away could see that you know he's got a few more sort of boys over here to, to do that. Um, and I think Paul, he, he quickly, his relationship with us all quickly like skyrocketed. You know what I mean? Because he could see that everyone was up for it. We were there every week as well, wouldn't we? You know, in terms of most of the other, when you think of most of the other players who played around that time, you know, were in and, in and out sort of thing. Other, other than probably goalkeeper Dan, Ducky and and Ricky. I remember, you know, they they, they probably played most most of those games that first season as well. Yeah. But then you had, you know, the other people were, were sort of, duck, you know, your brownies. Um, I suppose Psycho, to be fair, would have been there most of the time as well. But a lot of other people dipped it in and out. And all of a sudden you had this, you know, this core of five or five or six of us, um, you know, including, you know, Tom, Rob, Owen, me, you, um, who were all of a good age, you know, good young I want to say fit. I, I wasn't fit, but the rest, the rest of you were in better condition than I was. But, but we were, we were young and willing, um, and turned up every week. So we were reliable, and you know, therefore became the, the base for the team yeah. for the next, you know, next ten years. Really. Yeah. And and going back to the Spencers, like they just they made you laugh. They, they the pair of them were just so funny. Whether it be Paul's team talks or the way he sort of like. Shouted from the sideline and stuff, and it, quicker blues. Yeah. What does that? Mean? And when, <laughs> the way um, Dan just conducted himself on the pitch, I think he was one of them captains where he showed you how to play. He spoke to you like a captain, and he just he just demanded the ball, demanded like good play from everyone around him, and and the link between him, Paul, and then the rest of the team just sort of. Seemed to work, and it was a it was a quality place to be around at the time. Definitely, and you know, I, I was just looking back on the old Facebook, and I've, and one of the notes I saw was that, that we were one um, one of the wall that one of the um, league meetings of, of best sporting team, and I think that probably come from Spenner. Yeah, when you think about it, like he, he when you see teams where the captain's a bit fucking nasty and a bit really up for the fight and and really wanting to you know lay into people, the rest of the teams like that. Whereas our team. Spenno was perfect for getting on getting on the ref side sort of thing. Like have a have a chat, have a laugh, how you doing ref? Um have, you know, take the piss out of the other team when, when he needed to in the right yeah. way. Um and with that I think that just bred through the rest of the rest of the team. And that was how we were as a how we were as a team and probably why we enjoyed it. Um, so much. Yeah. Right, so I think that pretty much covers us for, for episode one. Um taking us on to episode two we're in the times of coronavirus and covid19 um 
which I got wrong in a pub quiz last night of what that the COVID-19 actually means coronavirus disease 2019 if you didn't know I'm sure you all know by now <laughs> wow. but the league the, all the, the Premier League's fucked everything's fucked Belarus league is the only thing going at the minute um, and who knows how the league's going to be finished this is something that happened plenty of times in the Basel Sunday league football where we have games called off for many different reasons, usually rain and waterlogged pitches. So that's going to bring us on to how we ended up setting the new football, which is double headers. So this episode two will be double headers. Um, Kenzie, it's been a pleasure, mate. Um, can't wait to get stuck into some more stories and, and reliving these tales um, from Pendle and getting a few of the other lads involved and seeing what their reaction's going to be to this. Um, and we'll have some fun. So, Kansas, cheers, mate. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you, Ryan. I'm, I'm already looking forward to the next one. Uh, and the memories are coming flooding back. And I, I already know things that I've missed I should have said. But, you know, we can say things at any time throughout this podcast journey. So, um, thank you for that as well. Thank you.